Welcome to Conscious Business, where entrepreneurs learn to master their mindset, conquer their fear, and step into their bigger game. Now, here's your host, Julie Zuzak. Welcome, and thanks for tuning into this podcast and this special series on mindset. In this episode, I want to talk specifically about imposter syndrome, which is something that impacts every single entrepreneur, whether they know it or not. But before we dive into imposter syndrome, I have a huge shout out. I have a shout out to Erin and all the amazing women at the Girly Book Club. I had the pleasure of attending the recent retreat in Muskoka a couple weekends ago, and I got to facilitate a couple of leadership workshops. Now, what a fantastic weekend. Everything just exceeded my expectations, as it did everyone else, and You know, I always love any chance that I can get to get out of the city, escape into nature, especially in Muskoka. It is such an incredible part of Ontario. And we had the most perfect, gorgeous weekend. Now, we've talked about the Girly Book Club on the podcast before. Just in case it sounds a little familiar, Erin, you might remember, was actually one of the guests we had way back in an episode last year. Now, Erin has, wait for it, 60,000 members in her book club. Seriously, 60,000 members. And I know she jokes and identifies as an accidental entrepreneur, but let's just be honest. She's doing something right if she has that many people engaged in the book club. So this weekend retreat was specifically something that Erin hosted for each of the chapter hosts. And I love this concept for a retreat. It's something specifically for each of the book club leaders. And her vision specifically was to really create community, to let each of the hosts know how much she appreciates all of their passion, their dedication, their time, and their hard work. It was a great opportunity to really collaborate, to share ideas, to share best practices, and of course, to develop their leadership. And that's where I came in. Now, you know that I love running retreats, right? I love every single part of it. I love bringing together a group of strangers who don't necessarily know each other and creating a situation where they will all completely open up and trust each other and really get to learn about themselves and grow. And this is exactly what happened on this retreat weekend. It was deep exploration. It was reflecting on certain peak experiences that happened in our lives that transformed us. It was identifying and understanding our core values. And most importantly, expanding our range and stepping outside of our comfort zone. Now, I have to say... I was blown away at how open everybody was and how willing to really share these experiences with each other. And I was also blown away and grateful that Erin gave me this chance to work with her leaders and meet more of the members of the Girly Book Club. I'm proud at how hard everybody worked, how open-minded they were, and the feedback that I heard consistently throughout the weekend and also after we wrapped up on the Sunday was, wow, I was not expecting this from the retreat. 
and they're specifically referring to the workshops that we did. And I'm just going to go ahead and take that as a compliment. Because sometimes, you know, when we get together for a weekend away, you know, we get together, especially as women, you know, it's really easy for us to connect, to have time away, to share stories, to hang out, have some good food, some good wine. But when you actually take things up one notch and you specifically have curated workshops and exercises with people, it's just so much more transformative. And so I'm really, really grateful that I had this opportunity and I'm grateful that everyone really, really leaned in and did the work and got the most out of it. So it was a win-win for all of us. And if you are a book lover and you happen to be female because, you know, the girly book club does only take girls, then you might want to check out the Girly Book Club. I love, love, love this company. I love everything they do. Erin has put her heart and her soul into what she has created and it shows because it attracts the most incredible people. And it's not just about books. There is the entire social aspect of meeting new people. I have to say some of my best friends in the world have come from this book club, including Erin, most importantly. And not just friendships, but connections, you know, business contacts, the opportunity when you're traveling to go drop in another book club chapter in Dallas or in London, no matter where you happen to be traveling. Like what a tremendous opportunity. Okay, so if you want to check it out, you can head over to thegirlybookclub.com and they've just put up a brand new website and it looks fantastic. And if there's a chapter near you, then you just might want to check it out. And if there isn't, well, maybe this is a great leadership opportunity for you to start a chapter in your city. Okay, so let's jump back into our big topic today, one of my favorite topics, imposter syndrome. Now, it doesn't matter where you are on your entrepreneurial journey. It might be, you might be at the beginning, you might be 20 years in, but I want you to know one thing. Everyone, 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 everyone has to face imposter syndrome. No one is immune to it. No matter who you are, how confident you are, how experienced you are, everyone deals with it at some level. I just read an article the other day talking about, you know, one of my heroes, Seth Godin, and how even seven books in, he's still talking about how he sometimes feels like a fraud when he's writing. So wherever you are in life, wherever you are on your journey, no matter how successful you are, chances are you will wrestle with this at some point. So this is a very important episode. So here's a look at what we're going to learn today. In the first segment, I'm going to talk specifically about what imposter syndrome is so you have a good understanding of it. Second, I'm going to give you four truths about it that you really, really need to know. And then lastly, I'm going to give you some tips to deal with imposter syndrome when it rears its ugly head. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? All right, so starting off at the top with defining exactly what imposter syndrome is. Some of you might know what it is. 
or you might not be clear exactly on what it is, but you've probably experienced it. It is quite simply this overwhelming sense of self-doubt and insecurity that leads us to question our own capabilities and worthiness. We might feel paralyzed or worried that we have somehow misled people to think that we're more competent than we actually are. And then this leaves us with the fear that we're going to be found out or someone is going to expose us for our inferiority. So quite often, imposter syndrome causes us to dismiss our success as just luck or we downplay our accomplishments. And you know, I have created this podcast specifically to curate a lot of the top themes that I see with my clients. And imposter syndrome is something that I see with everyone. Every single person, once you get under the hood, is dealing with this either at a conscious or a subconscious level. So that's why I wanted to dedicate this whole episode to talking specifically about imposter syndrome. In order to really understand it, I want you to know that it happens most when we are on the cusp of growth, when we are out to those outer edges of our comfort zone. So when we're stepping in to do something new or something a little bit scary, something we've never done before maybe, your ego in these instances wants to keep you safe. It wants to keep you inside your comfort zone. It doesn't want you to take any risks. It doesn't want you to learn or grow because the safest way to keep you is small. This is the way that you're the easiest to manage. If you're never growing, never learning, or never doing anything new, then you're likely immune to imposter syndrome. But if you're listening to this podcast, I know that you love to learn. I know that you love to grow. And so, yeah, sorry, bad news. You're going to have to deal with imposter syndrome at some point. Especially if you're an entrepreneur, because we spend a disproportionate amount of time outside of our comfort zone because we're always doing so many things that are new. So if you are hungry for a life full of growth, of learning, of adventure, you've unknowingly ordered a side of self-doubt. And that is just part of the experience. All right, to better understand a little more deeply imposter syndrome, I want to share four truths about imposter syndrome. Truth number one, everyone, 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 everyone deals with imposter syndrome. I don't care who you look at and think they must be so confident they never had to deal with it. I guarantee you at some point they did. It doesn't matter how successful, how accomplished, how well-respected, how famous someone is, everyone has had to deal with this at some level. It's perfectly normal. And I tell you this because I want you to know that you're not alone. Everyone experiences self-doubt to some degree. There is one distinction, however, and this is how we respond to it when it happens. Some people allow it as an opportunity or an excuse to play small or hold themselves back and they get stuck. And some of us have learned to live with the discomfort and manage it and lean into it and take action despite of it. 
Okay, so truth number one, everyone deals with imposter syndrome. So please be a little bit compassionate with yourself and also with others. Truth number two, sadly, it never goes away. And I'm not trying to be the bearer of bad news here, but this is something important that I want to point out because we often think that if we work really hard, we get to that magical, air quotes, destination where we feel like we've arrived, that we'll just naturally feel confident. But there's a belief in our collective consciousness that when we arrive at the top of a mountain or we reach a certain altitude, that we're going to get rid of all of our self-doubt. But this is not the case. I tell you this because I want you to feel comfortable knowing this. The truth is that our challenges will always up-level relative to our ability to handle them. So when you arrive at said destination, you might be able to accomplish and handle with grace and ease what you needed to do six months ago. But what you have laying in front of you is a whole new challenge. That's what you signed up for. That's what you created. And that's a great tweetable. So I'm going to say it again. Our challenges always up level relative to our ability to handle them. So truth number two, imposter syndrome never really goes away. Truth number three, the feelings of imposter syndrome are real, but the thoughts are not. And what I mean by this is that although the feeling of self-doubt is real, the emotions are real, you can feel really paralyzed, they aren't actually true. Everyone goes through this and it happens when we're growing and I know that this feeling of being a fraud or being found out is really intense, but remember that it's not actually the truth. It's not actually a fact. It just comes from this expansion of your capability. You're expanding expanding your blueprint or your range. Think of this kind of like growing pains. That's really all imposter syndrome is. As kids, you know, when we have growing pains, our bodies are growing at such a quick rate and not everything in our body grows proportionately or to scale. And this is what leaves us a little bit awkward. Well, that's kind of the same thing as what's going on with imposter syndrome. We're growing into a new capability, but our ability to recognize this or to see ourselves as an expert hasn't quite evolved or shown up yet. We're not quite comfortable handling that label or being confident. So we feel a little bit awkward, a little unsure of ourselves. But we must not doubt ourselves or slow down in these moments. Keep going forward and remember that you are always, always, always exactly where you need to be. So truth number three, the feelings are real, but the thoughts are not true. And lastly, truth number four, imposter syndrome is actually a sign of continuous growth. So in my research for this episode, I read something interesting. I read that imposter syndrome most affects high achievers. And this makes total sense to me because it shows up mostly when we are growing. So the people that don't ever want to leave their stump, that don't ever want to grow or do something different, they're never going to have to deal with imposter syndrome. So for people who are doing new things, who are growing, you're going to have to deal with this. So I want you to 
change your perspective and see imposter syndrome as a sign, a sign that you are in the process or on the cusp of really powerful growth. So do yourself a favor and recognize it as a good sign. So truth number four, imposter syndrome is a sign of continuous growth. All right, I want to give you a few tips to help you deal with imposter syndrome, okay? I've got five tips for you. Let's dive in. Tip number one, remember that experiencing imposter syndrome is perfectly normal and it's part of your journey. Everyone goes through it. It's a sign that you're on the right path. It's a sign that you're normal. It's a sign that you're human and that you are not alone. Recognize it for what it is and don't let it paralyze you. I would even go so far as challenging you to see your imposter syndrome as a good thing because when it shows up, it's a sign that you're stepping out of your comfort zone and that is exactly where we want you to be. Tip number two, take perspective. Often when we're experiencing it, it's because we are completely immersed in doing something that is new. So we've maybe lost a little bit of perspective about how much we have learned and grown along the way. So if you can take a little time out and think back to a year ago or a couple years ago and compare how much you know now compared to what you knew or what you didn't know back then, then this will help you to feel more grounded. Or the other thing you can do is reconnect to your purpose and where you're heading And this will help you because remember, success rarely happens on a straight, steady trajectory. There's lots of peaks and valleys along the way. Tip number three, ground yourself with your expertise. So when we get overwhelmed with imposter syndrome, it's because we're doing so many new things. And we focus on all the things that we don't know. That's just our conditioning. That's just the way the human brain works. So find a way to take breaks from all the new and come back to something that you're really good at. Remember, doing tasks that we know how to do always take less energy and effort than doing tasks that we don't know how to do or things we're doing for the first time. So take a time out and go back to what you know and what you're really good at. Immerse yourself in that and, you know, get your mojo and get your confidence back. Tip number four, presence it. So you know, this is one of my favorite meta skills or soft skills is to name what is going on or tell other people what you are experiencing in that moment. So if you are experiencing imposter syndrome and you're feeling like a fraud and maybe you're not good enough, then I want you to think about whether it would help you to presence it and tell someone else about it. You'd be surprised instantly how the charge is taken out of it once you say it out loud to someone that you know and trust. It's kind of like letting all the air out of a balloon because this horrible feeling of shame and insecurity can only exist when you keep it inside of yourself, when you keep it to yourself, when you keep it unconscious. But as soon as you speak it out loud, you start to shift it from being unconscious to conscious and that is how you start to change your experience. 
I know this takes a lot of courage, but it's very powerful. And tip number five, focus on your big why and connect to who you are helping. Part of the reason why imposter syndrome can be so paralyzing is because we get stuck in our own head and we make it all about us. What are people going to think of me? What if someone finds out I'm actually not as smart as they think I am? What if they think I don't know what I'm doing? When our ego takes over and we start having all these thoughts, we can get completely consumed by them. But if you can get out of your head, you can connect to your heart and really think about the people who are out there who really need to hear from you. They need your message. They need you to reach out to them and serve them. Then this takes you out of your own mental battle and it helps to connect you to the people that you are helping. It will help you take action. So stop thinking and worrying and start taking action. Focus on what you need to do, why you're doing it, and who you are going to impact. As Simon Sinek always says, focus on your big why. So let's recap those five tips for you so you can think about what you want to do next time differently when you are faced with imposter syndrome. Number one, remember that it is normal and that everyone goes through it. Number two, take perspective by stepping back and looking at the big picture. Step number three, ground yourself with your expertise. Number four, presence it and tell someone else about what you're going through. And number five, focus on your big why. So the next time you're facing imposter syndrome, I want you to try out one of these five tips. Now, in the last segment... I want to leave you with a few words of inspiration. I want you to know that whatever it is that you are facing right now, maybe you feel like you're not ready yet. Maybe you feel like you're not smart enough. Or maybe you worry that other people know more than you do. I'm here to give you some tough love. Yes, there may be people out there who actually do have more expertise or experience than you do, but there are way more people out there who don't know more than you do. And guess what? These people are out there waiting for you to step up and share what you do know. They're waiting for you to inspire them. They're waiting for you to step up so they can step up too. You don't have to know everything. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to be smarter than everyone else. But you do need to step up and show up at 100% of the capacity that you do have today. Remember, there's no such thing as the confidence fairy. Confidence comes from taking action. It comes from doing the things that we're kind of, sort of scared of doing, that we're not able to do perfectly just yet. But we always figure it out as we go along. So instead of worrying what people will think, instead of worrying that people will call you a fraud or find you out or expose you, I want you 
to focus on what you do know. I want you to focus on who you can help. And I want you to go out there and help them today. And as you focus on your big why and the impact that you're going to have on others, I want you to remember this one simple thing. Remember that your fear is just your greatness in disguise. Thanks for hanging out with The Corporate Yogi. Remember, being an entrepreneur can be intense and isolating at times. Don't do it alone. Become part of Julie's Facebook group called Conscious Business. And if you're really serious about growing your biz, visit thecorporateyogi.com and book a free strategy session with Julie today.